Hi, and welcome to Effective's Top 10 Tips podcast. Each episode is a quick roundup of practical, easy-to-implement tips on a wide range of management and personal development themes. As always, full show notes for this episode, including a handy summary of each tip, are available on our website. Just see the episode notes for this and many other useful links. We also offer workshops and coaching on all topics covered in this podcast series. Our top 10 traps for busy people. Number one, don't overpromise, then under deliver. It's all too easy in the moment to say yes to something that later on you find difficult or costly to deliver. So don't commit to something in the short term to please the customer, which in the longer term either costs you too much in the time or money terms to deliver, or costs you in reputation terms by you not being able to deliver your promise. One useful way of thinking about this is to remember the maxim, short-term gain, long-term pain. Saying yes may please the customer in the short term, but may upset them in the longer term if you fail to deliver. Number two, learn to say no. This follows from number one. Learn how to say no, because in the end, if you don't deliver, people won't trust your yes. A comfortable way of saying no is to use the ASS technique. Acknowledge their request, say no and give a reason, then suggest the next best alternative. Number three, be aware of the opportunity cost of any task. There's always an opportunity cost to whatever it is you're working on. So is it the best use of your time? Every time you choose to do something, you're clearly choosing not to do something else. So what you are working on should be at least as valuable as what you're not working on. Number four, urgent and important are different. We tend to prioritize what's urgent, which may mean we displace or deprioritize what is actually more important. It's another example of the phrase short-term gain, long-term pain. It may be urgent to stay late and get those reports out, But is it worth the cost of the importance of watching your children grow up and taking them to the park? It's another form of opportunity cost. So perhaps the sensible thing to do is to have both on your to-do list and make sure you move something important forward every day. Number five, don't confuse busyness with business. It's easy to be busy without being productive or effective. For instance, you may be reactively busy, sorting a range of problems, but if you'd taken time to look ahead, you might have been able to prevent some of these problems occurring in the first place. There's a potential psychological problem here. Being busy tends to make the time go quickly, and it gets noticed, and often approved. Yet being proactive, privately, on your own, may not get noticed, or even appreciated. Number six, balance people and product. Most of us like people and socialising, and the danger is that this takes time that cannot be spent elsewhere delivering your products or services. So it's a balance. You need to find the right amount of time to build and maintain relationships and also deliver results. Number seven, 
Avoid perfectionism. There are a number of real costs with perfectionism. A perfectionist may do more than is required and spend more time and money than is really allowed, with a consequence of lack of time and money for other equally important tasks. And if a perfectionist delivers more than expected to the customer's delight, the customer will then expect that same, better level of service in the future. So be clear what standards are required and deliver them. Good enough may not well be good enough, but actually the new definition of quality. Number eight, use email notifications sensibly. If you are someone who has notifications on all the time, it will be a distraction. So either switch them off altogether or switch them on for once or twice a day. You still get to see them, but they're less of an interruption during your day. Number nine, plan for incidentals. So many people set themselves up with a daily to-do list that looks on paper doable, but actually is not because there's no account made of incidentals that are naturally part of most people's work. The main example of this is being interrupted. Suppose you are typically interrupted for up to a total time of one hour per day. Is that one hour on your to-do list? Yet you will often want to accommodate the interruption. Offering advice is often part of your job. So put it onto your to-do list as a sort of budget heading, making one hour's allowance for this. Another neglected incidental is travel time, for example, to and from meetings or other sites. Number 10, avoid the when-then syndrome. Here's an example. When I've spoken to Derek and read the XYZ report, then I'll get on with my response. But in using the when-then approach, you're making your outcome dependent on other events, which either you may not control, or, being busy, you just don't get round to. My classic is, when I've got some spare time, I'm going to tidy up my office. Guess what? So, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it or leave us a review. Remember, you can find full show notes on our website, plus a growing library of free resources which you can easily search by theme to find content that's relevant for you. We also offer workshops and coaching on a wide range of topics. Links to all of these resources are in the episode notes. Thank you. 